It's not hard to see the pain in the world around us. You don't have to look very hard to see child hunger in a third world country or another impoverished nation racked by natural disaster or a breaking news bulletin of an attack somewhere in the Middle East or even on the home front here in a local school. You don't have to look very hard to see the pain in the world around us. You don't have to look very hard to find the pain in your own heart. It's in everyone in here. I don't know what your pain is today. Maybe there's an empty chair at your kitchen table because you lost someone you love. Maybe it's the word cancer. Maybe you had dreams of an intimate and fulfilling and beautiful, joyful marriage or a satisfying career or a unified, happy family and those dreams seem to be escaping you. Maybe it's those same old sins and struggles that you can't seem to whip, you can't seem to beat, they seem to be beating you and you've just about given up. It's not hard to see the pain in our own broken hearts. It's not hard to see the pain in the world around us. God sees it too. I have a story I wanna tell you and then I have some scripture for you. First, the story. When I was a kid, my favorite pastime was getting in trouble. Uh, I seemed like I was always in trouble for something. I was very well acquainted with my dad's belt in my growing up years. (laughs) And I don't remember what particularly I had done this one time. I honestly don't remember it, but I remember the instance very well. I'd done something where I lashed out and I hurt my mother. And then I got the granddaddy of all punishments. My mom told me, go to your room and wait till your father gets home. Dun, dun, dun. So I went to my room and I sat there for what seemed like an eternity awaiting my impending doom. And then I heard the footsteps coming down the hallway. Judgment day had come. (laughs) And I remember it so clearly. My dad threw open the door and he walked right over to me and I'll never forget it. He stuck his finger in my chest and he looked me in the eye and he said, don't you ever mess with the woman that I love. And that is the message of the book of Revelation. A day is coming when Jesus is gonna look at the sin and the pain in the world and he's gonna cry out, enough! Jesus is tired of sin. Jesus is tired of pain. Jesus is tired of broken hearts. Jesus is tired of famine that leaves children malnourished and greed that corrupts human hearts and rape that destroys human dignity and innocence. He's tired of gossip that tears down the people he created. He's tired of drug addiction and alcoholism that tears families apart. He's tired of hurricanes that wreck homes and godless governments that pervert justice. He's tired of weeping widows in lonely graveyards and he's tired of child-sized cows caskets and 21 gun salutes. He's tired of videos of screaming students huddled under a table while the gunshots ring out. He's tired of his church being beaten and arrested and harassed and killed because they believe in him. He is tired of Satan, the bully of this world, messing with the people that he loves. And the message of Revelation is that Jesus sees your pain and that there's coming a day when he's gonna come riding back and he's gonna say, don't you ever mess with the woman that I love. He's coming for his bride, church. That's my story. 
Here's my scripture, Revelation chapters 19 through 22. I saw heaven standing open, and there before me was a white horse whose rider is called Faithful and True. With justice, he judges and wages war. His eyes are like blazing fire, and on his head are many crowns. He has a name written on him that no one knows but he himself. He's dressed in a robe dipped in blood, and his name is the Word of God. The armies of heaven were following him, riding on white horses and dressed in fine linen, white and clean. Coming out of his mouth is a sharp sword with which to strike down the nations. He will rule them with an iron scepter. He treads on the winepress of the fury of God Almighty, and on his robe and on his thigh, he has this name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Then I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to wage war against the rider on the horse and his army. But the beast was captured, and with it the false prophet. The two of them were thrown alive into the fiery lake of burning sulfur. The rest were killed with the sword coming out of the mouth of the rider on the horse. And I saw an angel coming down out of heaven, having the key to the abyss and holding in his hand a great chain. He seized the dragon, that ancient serpent who's the devil or Satan, and bound him for a thousand years. He threw him into the abyss and locked and sealed it over him to keep him from deceiving the nations anymore until the thousand years were ended. After that, he must be set free for a short time. When the thousand years are over, Satan will be released from his prison and will go out to deceive the nations in the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog, and to gather them for battle. In number, they are like the sand on the seashore. They marched across the breadth of the earth and surrounded the camp of God's people, the city that he loves. But fire came down from heaven and devoured them, and the devil who deceived them was thrown into the lake of burning sulfur, where the beast and the false prophet had been thrown. And they will be tormented day and night, forever and ever. And then I saw a great white throne, and him who was seated on it, the earth and the heavens fled from his presence, and then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. And then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, look, God's dwelling place is now among the people. He will dwell with them and they will be his people and God himself will be with them and be their God and he will wipe away every tear from their eyes. 
There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. He who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life as clear as crystal flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb down the middle of the great street of the city. On each side of the river stood the tree of life bearing 12 crops of fruit yielding its fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. No longer will there be any curse. The throne of God and of the Lamb will be in the city and his servants will serve him. They will see his face and his name will be on their foreheads. There will be no more night. They will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun for the Lord God will give them light and they will reign forever and ever. Look, I am coming soon. Blessed is the one who keeps the words of the prophecy written in this scroll. Look, I am coming soon. My reward is with me, and I will give to each person according to what they have done. He who testifies to these things says, yes, I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus.